7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Thank you, Greg, and good evening. Thank you for joining us on the show. Uh, Tabi Somosia is me, and uh, I'm not alone. The whole team is here. We are still here for the rest of the week. Luyolom Kalipi and Katlaho Mudiba producing, and Sylvester Komane is our technical producer. And we like to talk boxing on a Wednesday, and tonight is no different. We will be joined in studio. He's already here. Ukolisani Nome Vandongeni is putting his unbeaten record on the line in the United States next month against another unbeaten young sensation, uh, American Devin Haney, who's been dubbed as the next Mayweather with a record of 20-0. and 0. So it should be a cracker of a fight, uh, this one on the 11th of January. And we'll find out more from Unomeva about this fight and what it means for him. Meanwhile, IBF flyweight champion Murutim Talane will be making his first defense of his title on New Year's Eve when he takes on Japan's Masahiro Sakamoto, who has nine knockouts in 13 wins against the loss. Uh, Sakamoto is rated number 15 in the flyweight division and Talane has 36 wins from 38 fights and they will be fighting in Macau on the 31st of December and Heki Badla who we have spoken to before on this show is also on the same bill and he will put his WBA super belt on the line against Hiroto Koyuguchi uh, also on the 31st of December but before all of that a memorial service was held today for the late Kabula Vabaza who passed away in hospital about a week ago uh, he will be laid to rest on Friday from what we understand and we will speak to SABC Sports reporter Munabisim Jimlongo, who attended the memorial service today, and I understand that a lot went down at that memorial service. So he will tell us, he'll give us a breakdown of what happened and whether it's still on or not. And feel free to join the conversation at any time on 0891-104-207. Our SMS line is 40938, and we take WhatsApp voice notes on 0614104107. We're using the hashtag SAFM Sport On on social media. And if you missed the big story of the day as far as football is concerned, Concerned. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the caretaker manager at Manchester United until the end of the season and after that is expected to return to his club Amolder in Norway and then Man United will appoint a permanent manager. So they've gone for a former player there. You remember we mentioned him yesterday. He was up there. He was in that bookies list uh, uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and he's now uh, confirmed as the caretaker manager. Up next though we'll speak to Monobisi Jimlong. For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. So let's go over now to the Eastern Cape, and uh, that's where we find SABC Sport reporter Monobisi Mjimlongo, who attended the memorial service of the late Gabula Tiger Vabaza, which was held in Duncan Village uh, this afternoon. Uh, Mo, good evening, and thank you very much for joining us on SAFM. Good evening, Tavis, and the listeners as well. Firstly, how was the mood at this memorial service today? I ask this because some are jovial, while others become very somber. How was it at uh, at, at, Kabuza's, uh, at Kabula's uh, memorial service? Well, Tavis, as you know, that um, memorial services are uh, uh, a way of celebrating one's uh, career. And in this case, it was uh, the career of the late Kabula Taika Babaza. And uh, you, you know where he comes from, as you have mentioned, that the the, the moral service was held in, in Duncan Village at the Compo Wall. And um, I, I would say maybe because of the timing of the, the, the month of the year, it was not a full house as I would have expected. But the boxing people were there, former champions, current champions, trainers, people who trained him, people who managed him were there as well, starting from amateur level up to professional level. Give us some of the names of the people that were there from the boxing community. We we, we had the, the the president of the Eastern Cape Amateur Boxing Organization, uh, uh, Mr. Vuyolwe Tumtekwana. He was there speaking. And also the one of Gabulavabaza's um, trainers, Koko Kebeyi, the, the man who guided him in his first six fights as a professional. And also we had a word from Welcome Nita. You know that Welcome Nita was the one who was training Gabulavabaza, as well as Andile Stilile, who managed Gabulavabaza uh, as well. And then there's also he, some of his uh, former stablemates. You would recall that he, one of his sta- former stablemates, Lungas Konyela. He was in the same stable as him. And now he's a trainer and is producing 
champions and also have we have Umedo Tekani, who's yes. also a former um, South African champion who fought against Gabula and now in his own right Umedo is a trainer and is producing champions and also we had uh, I'm, I'm sure one of the oldies in, when it comes to boxing uh, Mr. Zwandile Butterfly Biana he is a former South African champion as well. So you, 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 you can see that it was a, a mix of generations. Mm-hmm. And also, let, let me not forget that we also had Vianne um, Bungu, also had the WBO Bandamweight champion, Uzolani Tete as well, together with his manager, Mlandi Letengenpem. And how has uh, uh, Gabula's passing been received by the boxing community? Because I've seen some posts uh, of people saying that he was never celebrated or given his dues while he's still alive. How they have they reacted? But you, you know, tell me so when you you, you look at uh, how boxing is like in, here in the Eastern Cape, you you, you would see that uh, whenever a boxer passes away or something happens to a boxer, we all stand and say, hey, maybe we should have done something or somebody somewhere or any de- uh, government department should have done something to, to honor uh, this hero. And um, when you look at Kabula Babaza, he, he was unbeaten up until what happened in, in, in 2006. And um, even now, up to now, people still feel that uh, something should have been done to honor Kabula Babaza. But he's late now. And whatever we will do, or the government will do, or local government will do, he won't see it. I understand that there was a call that was made today to rename Orient Theatre in honor of Okabula Vabaza. Is that correct? And how was it received? By, by one of his friends. You remember that uh, we, our, our colleague in the, the FABC Sports, Togozani Gazo, hmm. he, he is the one who's pushing for that. And um, he, he, he grew up together with Okabula uh, Vabaza. And uh, they were friends, in fact. And he knows him inside out. And how was this call received? Because uh, government was there. Did they respond? Did anybody say there, anything? There, there, was, there was local government. But you, you, you know, Travis, whenever these calls are made, people would, would make commitment. I'm not saying they made a commitment. I'm just making a... a, a yes. No, a, and you're right. Generalizing what, what, what people do. And after a while, nothing happened. The reason why I'm saying this, because in 2011, when uh, we buried in Kosana, at Sesadukasha uh, Stadium, there was a a call. No, 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 it was not a call. Let me put it that. There was when the, the former minister of sport, Figile Mbalula, said something along the lines that Mbaji's house was going to be turned into a museum. That was more than seven years ago. And up, to, up until this time, nothing has been done. So, I'm pretty sure that you know where I come from when I say the people, the powers that be, would say, this is what we can do, this is what we will do, or this is the right call. But at the end of the day, they do nothing. Oh no, I've, I've I've witnessed many of those promises not being kept. I remember when uh, the bullet in Bulayeni Mulawudzi passed away and the minister then, I think it was Minister Mbalula, also made a promise of a, a, a centre of excellence from Bulayeni Mulawudzi and I don't think that's got off the ground yet. And um, what kind of support is the family receiving? Are they receiving any support from local government, from the municipality or from the Department of Sport? You, 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 you know, Kanisa, there's a... In, in East London, there's what we call uh, Ubuntu Boxing Fraternity. Yes, it's a it's an association or an organization of um, former boxers and people from the boxing fraternity, and uh, it, it, it's a way of giving support not only to to late boxers' families, but to current to boxers who have fallen, I don't know whether I'm putting it right, by the wayside. So it, it is an initiative that is still in its infancy. And hopefully that going forward, we will be able to make use of that initiative as it is led by the boxing people themselves. You know, when boxers do things, especially boxers, ex-boxers do things for themselves, I think in that way, we will be able to achieve whatever the goals 
might be. Mm. And finally, uh, the, when is the funeral taking place, Monobisi Jimulongo, and uh, where is it? The funeral is, at, is in, in East London. We have been advised that it, it's, it's going to be at the city wall mm-hmm. at um, 9 a.m. on Friday. And how do you think, finally, that Gabula Vabaza will be remembered, especially by the people of Duncan Village, where he comes from? You, you, you know, the, the, since his death last week, there have been clips of Gabula uh, Vabaza's fight. And in all those clips, there's only one thing that people said, and one word was used, brilliant. Mm-hmm. And um, the people of East London, the people of Duncan Village, will remember Kabula Zabaza as the boxer who showed people inside the how boxing should be and what he could do inside the square ring. And I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me when I say his unbeaten record speaks volumes and it speaks for itself that we had a rare find of a boxer. Definitely. 29 and over. They say men lie, women lie, and numbers don't. Monobisi Jimulongo, thank you very much for joining us, SABC Sports Reporter there, joining us all the way from East London. Hashtag SAFM Sport On. We're going to speak to Nomeva next, but let's catch up with Muruti Mtalane because he's also he's going to Macau to defend his title on New Year's Eve. Muruti, good evening. Thank you for joining us on SAFM. Good evening. Um, well, I guess there's no groove for you in December and you've been hard at work preparing for your fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. There's no festive uh, for me. I'm really preparing for my fight, which will take place on the 31st of December. How long have you been in camp for now for this one and how are your preparations going? Ooh, I've been in camp since November and the preparations are still going well. We just finish up our, our preparations now. Macau has become a very popular venue for boxing. It's a popular sport. Are you going there just to defend or are you also going there to impress, Muruti? Mm, how, mm, what I'm going there to do is going there to defend uh, my title in style. I impress everybody. I promise them to show them a good boxing. And how much do you know about the guy that you're fighting, Masahiro Sakamoto? Mm. I know a little bit about him, about him because I've uh, watched some few of his few videos. No, he's such a good boxer. He's only has uh, one loss in his uh, record. Mm. Yeah. And he's, he's got a couple of knockouts too. Is that something that you are prepared for? Mm, mm, yes, I've, I've watched his record. He's got a lot of knockouts uh, and I've watched his videos. Uh, he's a knockout specialist. He, he, he likes to hit with power, but I'm ready for him. You won the title against Muhammad Wasim. What are you looking to improve on from your last fight? Mm, I would say that uh, Wasim and Sakamoto are different two fighters. They've got different styles. So um, our preparation is a little bit different to what we're preparing for Muhammad Wasim. Now we're preparing according to the strategy that we're going to use against uh, Sakamoto. And do you feel that you've been given another lease on life here, Muruti? Because we know that you were inactive for some time and then you came back and then you won the title. Is this a fresh start for you? How do you look at it? Mm, I said that no, I've been inactive for a few months, but I think my last fight was in July, which is good. Now I'm fighting in December, end of the year. Two fights a year is very good for me as a champion. Especially compared to where you come from, the situation you come from. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think... Uh, Colin Nathan, my manager, is doing uh, such a good job to make sure that he's a cure fight for me. And you must be happy that Heki Butler is also on the same bill there, your stable mate at Hotbox Gym? Mm, yes, I would say that uh, it's a history coming through two South African, uh, two South Africans going to defend the two world titles abroad in Macau in the defense. Mm, we've been working together with Heki Butler and some other teammates no, I think I'm ready for the fight. Yes, it definitely is history. I remember an article by Mr. Bongani Magasela who said that mm-hmm. this hasn't happened, I think, since 1990 when Welcome Nita and Brian Mitchell were on the same bill. Finally, when do you guys leave for Macau? Mm, we leave on Sunday the 23rd um, to be there uh, one week just to climatize and get used that site.
Okay, Muruti, we just wanted to catch up with you and find out if everything is going well and it seems like everything is going well for you. We wish you all the best for your fight on New Year's Eve. Okay, no, thank you very much. May I thank all the people who've been working with me, Colin Nathan, my trainer, Fusin Dolo, his assistant, and all other guys that been helping me with sparring. I've fought with so many different different guys, Heki Butler, and I'd like to say thank you guys. Much appreciate your help. Great stuff. Thank you, Muruti. A true champion there, baby J, uh, baby face. And we hope that you do defend your title on New Year's Eve. That is Muruti Mtalane speaking to us ahead of his fight against Masahiro Sakamoto. Up next, we are going to speak to Kolisani Ndongeni. Onomeva is also fighting in January. And we thought this is probably the last time that we can catch up with him before he leaves for the US. If you want to join the conversation, feel free to call us on 0891-104-207, SMS 40938. We also take WhatsApp voice notes on 0614104107 Tabiso Musia on SAFM Okay somebody has sent us a voice note on 0614104107 let's start there before we speak to our guest Hi Tabiso this is Uchusia um since it's boxing Wednesday I wanted to talk about uh the bills of Ikaba Rumble and golden gloves they were they were amazing pills and congratulations to them for for successfully um holding among the upper south africa to to that highest level and and also congratulations to ee rumble africa they 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 they've done amazing this year and 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 for them in the last bill they did not get ee tv but we're able to, to, to see the boxing live on Facebook. Okay, I think he's talking about the Azinga fight that was not on TV. I do understand that SABC did send cameras there, so that fight is definitely on record. There is footage of it there, Jusia, and I'll find out for you when it will be aired. It will definitely be aired on the TKO Boxing Show. We've got another voice note. Good evening to you and the listeners. Your previous caller who talked about the promises that were made for the boxing legends and the heroes that passed on. How true, just like the ANC government. Promises everything, nothing ever gets done. Thank you, bye. Okay, okay, okay. We, we get your point. We get your point. Fair enough. Uh, thank you. And thank you for listening to us. And thank you for that voice note. You can also do the same on 0614104107. Nomeva is here with us, Kolisan Indongeni. Uh, good evening. And thank you for joining us on SAFM. Um, thank you for having me and um, um, greetings to everyone who's listening to the uh, show. Firstly, just your thoughts on the passing of Kabula Vabaza. Um, you are obviously still here in Joburg preparing for your fight and you couldn't make your way to the Eastern Cape. But what were your what was your initial reaction when you heard of his passing? Uh, yeah, it's a big loss. Kabula uh, Vabaza, we know him. He's a very uh, good champion that he had in, in South Africa. And uh, may he so rest in peace. Uh, we're all looking up to him like he's an unbeaten in 29 fights. We're still working hard to get to that uh, position. And we believe that uh, if we're working hard also, we get to that position. May he so rest in peace and condolences to his family also. And I guess just like Murutim Talani, you are not going home for the holidays. You had it work here in Joburg? Eh, and easy breaks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this time, this time with December one, yeah, go 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 November. So um, the of November will be in Ulonyak. So yeah. And how are the preparation? How long have you pre- been preparing for for this fight? When was it confirmed? Also. Yeah, I've been in the gym for a long time. After my fight, obviously my last fight, I was uh, training uh, as soon as uh, my body was was well to get back to the gym, and uh, I'll, we've been training. All of us we training uh, uh, for, for 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 just for boxing without any fight. So this fight, when 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 it was confirmed, it was confirmed uh, early last month, and um, uh, it was a good opportunity for me and for us all all the guys in the gym because uh, one of us is going to go to America and represent. So uh, it's a very great opportunity that has, has been given to me. So yeah, um preparing for the fight and I'm fit. I can tell you that. Okay. How, how much do you know about this boy, Devin Haney? And what are you expecting from him? <laughs> Devin Haney is a, a, a young prospect boy. He's a boy. He's a 20-year-old boy. 20, yeah? Yeah. Um, he's good in his own way. 
uh, but can't take that away for him. He can box. He has 20 fights, 20 wins. Um, he's good. Um, he's meeting someone who's 25 fights and uh, uh, 25 wins. Experience. I fought with hard, hard, hard punchers, skilled boxers, uh, pusher boxers. I know everything. I've been there. You know, um, uh, Devin Nene is just going to be one of the guys who, who comes to the ring with Nomeva, and 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 and, and Nomeva will always be the last man standing. So um, there is nothing. I know him. We trained together at uh, Floyd Mayweather's gym when I was, I was going to get there. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, um, but we never sparred. But we trained together most of the times. So I've, I've seen him training. He's, he's seen me sparring training, and I've seen him sparring training, but not with me, obviously. Mm. So uh, it's not like I'm going to see someone um, I've never seen before. It's not going to be like I'm going to see uh, uh, something that is new to me. And uh, when when we get into the ring, I know what to expect because the boy has been in front of me for at least a quite of time do you understand why he's been dubbed as the next mayweather or does he call himself that uh i don't know what 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 was the reason why they call him the next May, Floyd mayweather maybe it's because of the record but they're so american there's so many american boys with the same record maybe it's because of his young it looks like floyd and um maybe and then he's got a big he, mouth he's got a big mouth like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he talks too much he thinks he's there but it's good it's good for me you know because what what I'm sure about the guys, it's it's, it's in a, a lot of pressure because he needs to uh, uh, keep up to the standard that he, he makes for everyone to believe that he's the next Floyd Mayweather, and he needs to make sure that um, he, he gets into the ring and do whatever it takes to win the fight. I'm cool. Uh, uh, I'm going to the fight prepared. I know he's under pressure. I know he's gonna uh, win the win, so I know what to do. So I'm easy. I have experience. Um, I would just do my thing, you know. What's interesting about this build-up is that you guys have been taking each other on on Instagram. He's been posting videos and you've been responding, saying that I'm going to be all over your face, boy. Even, <laughs> even big musicians, there's a musician, what's his name? Oh, I forget his name now. Tank, is it Tank? There's a big musician in the States that's also involved in this uh, 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 build-up. Is that what happens in boxing? Um, it's a, it's a good build-up. You know, I've got guys who are calling me for a walk-in song to yeah. the ring. And they want to make me uh, a song that is going to be um, making David Nene crazy when I'm going to the fight. So, like, you know, people are responding well to the fight. And it's a big fight. You know, for uh, for, for David Nene to fight an experienced boxer like me, it's going to be the first time in unbeaten because he fought like an unbeaten when he was fighting his second or third fight but that but that unbeaten was maybe two or three fights at the time uh. so he never met someone who is equally is up, up, up as him in in the term in terms of he, he being unbeaten and you know now we 20 he's 20 fights and i'm 25 fights he fought most of his fight in, in mexico um and you know in mexico they fight every now and then you know he's a young boy only like Two to three years in professional, mm. uh, he's still like um, uh, um, he's still like a child. You know what? Um, I'm, I'm experienced. I've been there. I've seen everything. I can mm. take a very big punch. I can throw a big one. Also, you know. So uh, it's a good fight, right? It's a good fight. You know, and uh, people are responding positively because they want to see him uh, fighting someone who's as equally as him. So that's no matter. In terms of importance, Nomeva, what does this fight mean for you? Is it a chance to impress the Americans? Is it a breakthrough fight for you? Ah, it's a very big breakthrough, eh? Because you know what? I used to be number three by WBA in the world. I used to be red number three. And then because of being inactive for a long time, so I dropped. So now the boy is rated number eight by IBF and rated number 10 by WBC and WBA, uh, uh, rated number 10 by WBC and IBF, is rated number 8 by, uh, by WBA. So he's, he's in top 10 to all the world bodies. So he's a big fight. He's a big opportunity for me. So it's a breakthrough. Should I win this fight? That will mean that I'll fight one of the big guys there in uh, in the top 10. Mm. The likes of uh, Roberto Easter, um, the former champion, who is he? What is his name? Um, the one who was dethroned by... Um, um uh Vasil Lamachenko you know yeah mm -hmm. and uh you know I'm, I'm I'm I'll be going in the I'll be going straight to one of those guys you know in the top 10 so you'll be in the big time if you I'll be if fighting the likes boy. of Lina Reyes you know experienced boxers yeah after this fight that will mean that it's going to be a good uh, uh, uh time of boxing for me 
Okay, for those who've just joined us, we are catching up with Ukolisan Indongeni, better known as Unomeva. He's got a big fight on the 11th of January. You can join the conversation 891 104207 our SMS line 40938 on WhatsApp 061 We do take WhatsApp voice notes and we uh, hashtag SAFM spot on on social uh, media. And you spoke about spending, you spoke about spending time having seen Devin Haney in America. You spent some time I'm in Las Vegas trading at the Mayweather gym. How was your time there? How do you look back at it? Um, it was good. You know, it was a very good experience for a South African boxer. You know, every South African boxer's dream is to go to America and especially to Las Vegas, you know. Um uh, uh that's where the, the the heart of boxing is. You know, every big fight is happening in, in MGM Grand, your your T Square Times your 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 T Mobile Square, you know. So for someone like me to be there, it was a very big experience and a, a good thing to be in, in between those big boxers like that. I've seen Floyd, I've seen everyone, I've seen Parkio, you know. So <clears throat> I've seen how the guys train. I've seen how the the guys live the boxing there. So I have at least um experience of how they do things. You know, so it's not like it's not gonna be like um I'm I'm going to America for the first time to be surprised by everything. You know, I've been there. Mm. I know what they do. I know how they, 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 they prepare for the fights. I know how they look like when they are getting ready for the fight, you know. So I'm, 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 already, I'm, I'm also like um, uh, equipped now and, and very uh, fit to go and, and face those circumstances there because I know what is happening there. And when you were there in, in Vegas, what was the purpose? Did you go there just to train, to get experience? Were you hoping to stay there a bit longer? You know, boxing is a is a is a, um, a very tough game. You know, I was gambling. I was like, okay, I'm gonna get a chance one day and fight in America and make it big. You know, so I went to America with the with the with the with the with the with the, with the mind of maybe getting a chance and and a breakthrough and get a big fight and fight there. Mm. Whether if it was gonna be a big fight or not, but at least fight in America until I get to uh, and until I get a big fight. You know, when I got there, I met Floyd. Um, I talked to Floyd. He said, um, he, I must, "We must talk to his manager, his, mm. the promotional manager, um, uh, Leonard." Luke. Leonard. Yeah, yeah. So um, we said, if we, I can get two, two, two or three fights, then he can make a big fight with me and Davis Tank. That was ah, that. Tank what Davis. Floyd, yeah, Davis Tank Davis. That yeah. what Floyd said to me in person. You know, so it was like a. Um, it was like a, a, a motivation and, and a dream come true to me that if I make it to those two or three fights, I would make a big fight with Davis Tank, you know, because and we, know, we all know that Davis Tank is one of the boxers yeah. that Floyd is, 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 is supporting and, 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 and is promoting, you know. So that was it, bro. But uh, and luckily, um, I never got the, the chance to, to showcase my skills there while I, was, while I was there. I never get a chance to fight. So I ended up coming back to South Africa. And how is a guy like Floyd Mayweather? Because all we see is him on TV and cameras. Is he like that in real life also? <laughs> <laughs> is he pompous you know, like that? Um, I cannot say much about Floyd, you know. You know, but what I can tell you is that the, the guy is, is big. He made it for himself and is a, is a very respected guy. And you can see that when you're next to him, you can see that he's one of a kind, you know. Um, um, uh, he's, not just a, he's not just a person like me and you. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course not. He's got more money than us. Yeah, he's got everything. Yeah. So, yeah, Floyd is just a, a special person. Okay. And let's, now you came back home after your stint in the U.S. Did you? Is that when you went to the Smith's Gym in Four Ways? Yes. After I came back, then I decided, okay, let me go join Sean Smith. He's, he's a very good trainer. He's one of the best. You know, I can safely say that uh, with him in my corner, uh, Sean Smith... Uh, I can go everywhere. And how, how how would you describe your time there at the Smiths Gym? I've been there for like a year now, mm. you know. And um, I don't want to lie; I'm happy, and uh, I don't regret anything that I, I I decided on in the in the beginning of the of the year. That I, I said I'm going to join John so Sean Smith, and you know what? I've I have everything that I wanted to to get in in terms of my training and in terms of my well being. You know, Sean is 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 one of the greatest. Mm. Yeah, so I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't want to lie. 
And we've got one of your stable mates here with us um, in studio. Sibusi Sengangi is also my sparring partner. He's, he's yeah. everything. And I understand he's fighting in February. We'll catch up with him also <laughs> later on now that he's already with us here in studio. You also have a full-time job uh, that you do besides the boxing. Tell us more. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still related yeah. to what you do. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a boxer. I'm a professional boxer. That's my full-time job. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's your full-time yeah, job, but full-time you've got job. something else. A professional boxer. Um, I work as a, 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 a trainer's ad, uh, supervisor at Fight Club, which is all over um, Jobek. We have 10 branches. So what is Fight Club? Everybody's talking about Fight Club. What happens at Fight Club? Uh, Fight Club is a normal gym that people train uh, for fitness. Um, oh, exercises and everything yeah. oh it's more boxing focused yeah, exercises yeah, yeah, yeah. i say it's become quite very popular before you went to smith you were with colin nathan at hot box gym for some time <coughs> why did things not work out there um i was happy with colin in person everything was going good he was trying he was trying hard you know but <clears throat> the problem was he was not able to make it happen for me at the time you know and as a boxer, I am I'm old. I'm twenty eight. I'm twenty eight years old now. Mm. So I felt like okay, now it's time for me to make a move. Um, but Colin was trying everything. I don't want to lie. And um, for for me and him in person, we were good. Everything was good. But in terms of uh, I'm not getting uh, everything that I, I'm hoping for, that made me to try and make a move because I was not fighting. I was not getting fight. He was not able to get fights for me at the right time so as long as as much as he was trying by all his best but it was hard for him to 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 make it happen so that's why i ended up up leaving him i remember the disappointment of one of your fights that was supposed to happen in cape yes, town yes. it didn't happen and i think you were already there it was, was cancelled on the day cape town. i was already in cape town yeah. in you know, made weight and i was supposed to just jump in the scale and and make the official way wait and then fight on the next day but the fight got cancelled you know? at that time you had said that you were thinking about quitting the 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 the, the, the sport were you that disappointed were you tired of what was happening in boxing at the time with fights being cancelled like that you know after that fight after that fight got cancelled i was already strong you know uh i was already like okay yeah i've been there yeah i've been disappointed in boxing for uh quite some time um when i wanted to quit was after um i won the pbl and oh. didn't get the money you know the one million okay that everyone knows that it's still i'm still old but who predicts and all so you know after that, I wanted to quit boxing, and then um, Colin himself called me and say, "You can't quit boxing. You mm. know, you you can do the one million without the 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 the, the Dixie paying you. You can do another one million with your hands because he never took your boxing; he just took the money. So, um, uh, he convinced me to come to Jobek, mm. and I did that. I did just that. You know, um, I was confused at the time. You know, I didn't know what to. Uh, to think and who to blame and what to do so um colin just tried to convince me i was already at home mm. trying to look for something else that we do you know <clears throat> but at the end of the day i'm still boxing i'm here uh thanks to colin for 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 for, for changing my mind you know well that's great yeah. we're glad that you're still involved in the sport and we're going to talk about uh what happened with the pbl but we wanted to talk a lot of boxing first uh, because some of the interviews recently have been focused on the scandal and rightly so because it's a lot of money that is being owned here. it's one million rand and we're going to touch on that after the break if you've just joined us we're talking to kolisani ndongeni unomeva just about his boxing and his upcoming fight against devin Haney. and you can call us on 0891 or whatsapp 061 we take voice notes <laughs> At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Talking to Ukolisani Ndongeni Uno Meva and he did mention the issue of uh, PBL and how it affected his his life and just his his mental state. That was the Premier Boxing League tournament put together by uh, Dixing Nova, Dixing Nola rather. And I can tell you that a couple of weeks ago we were meant to speak to Dixon Mula on this show about the money that he owes to Unomeva. You know, some of you that have followed us from a previous radio station will know that we've been following this story for years now and we even sat down for hours with Mr. Mula going through the papers, going through some of the information after he claimed that he did not get all the money that he was promised and uh, anyway, to cut a long story short, we still felt that after going through the papers that he provided to us that there was enough money for him to have paid uh, Unomeva and the other boxers 
Jesus. But but uh, Dixie decided to do the interview on Metro instead of coming to talk to us uh, for reasons known to him. What came out of that interview, Nomeva? Are you getting your money? Because you did that interview <coughs> about four times or three times there. If I can say that um, it was looking good, you know, uh, uh, Rob, uh, Robert Marao was trying by all means to make sure that um, I get the justice done, you know. But I don't want to lie. After that meeting, after that uh, interview with me and Upratix, um, there's nothing. Nothing has happened. Yeah, yeah, nothing has no happened. No one has contacted yeah, you. Yeah, no one has contacted me, you know. Um, still like in the dark like I used to be before, you know. So I'm just hoping well, if uh, that when, well, while I'm sitting here, someone yeah. somewhere is, is working uh, um, or maybe trying by all means to... To, to 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 push this thing you know well like i said we did give dixie Mula a platform before you guys did those shows we asked him to come on we found him everybody said that he had disappeared but we managed to get hold of him but um he didn't want to come and talk to us maybe because we know the story maybe because we've seen the papers dixie Mula, and we know exactly how much money that you got there and we know exactly how much money should have been left behind to pay the boxes uh, the platform is still available if you still want to come and talk to us how has this affected you though because one million rand is a lot of money i mean i've never seen that money in my life one million rand is a lot of money that I never got from Ubratix. You know what? I had plans for the money, you know. I already started a big foundation that I was going to build my family house, you know. And I was already, like, thinking of how I'm going to change my life and the ones around me, you know. But um, unfortunately, um, I didn't get the money. So everything uh, fell back and... Uh, I'm now trying to make my way to 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 to, to correct those things and make them up um very right again but uh, I'm hoping that I'm still going to get the 1 million rand. Well we, we hope so lie. too. We hope so too and, and we uh, want to um, try. The, the things that the million was was going to do they stayed there waiting for it, you know. Uh. Yeah, primarily we never eating in the and a figure. And I'm sure Abanya Bantu, they think you got they the money and got you don't want to tell you know, them. You know, I'm living a, a, a nice life. I don't want to lie. You know, I don't like, I'm not, I'm not like, uh, I don't have anything, you know. Mm. I have people around me. Mm. I have um, Sean Smith, I can say. He's one of the guys who are helping us, boxers, all of the boxers in the gym. Uh, Jerry Thomas, you know, all the guys that are supporting the gym, you know, whether it's your script band, everyone. So uh, we have the guys like that, you know, they're looking after us. So people will never see, even if we don't have a million or, or we do. Someone, when they see us walking around, they think of oh, these guys, they have everything, you know. Yeah, mm. but it's because of the people around us, they're taking care of us here, so. Has BSA, Boxing South Africa, intervened here in this matter at all? Have they been in touch with you? Not yet, but they, in that interview they said um, they would like to 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 uh, they would like Dixie to Dixie to come and meet them so they can talk and then they can maybe find a way forward. They say maybe find a way forward, you know. Mm. Uh, so it was something that was pending. If Dixie comes to them, and I don't know how if they met, I don't know how it goes. How it it it, it, it uh, they managed to do their meetings and stuff. I don't know what are their plans. So I'm still hoping that uh, Mr. Uh, Lichaka will one day um, inform me on what is happening. If if they're doing anything, I remember there was also. Um I'm not sure what they call it, but there was an order issued by the sheriff of the of the court. Uh, do you know anything about that? Because you had lawyers representing you at the time. I have lawyers representing me. Um, I don't know what is happening in in that in that in that side of of of, of EE e, someone's and everything. Mm. But I know that there was someone's issued to Dixie because the guy was there <coughs> while we were in, in the interview. But I've never seen the guy. I don't know who was he. And I know that um, 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 Rob told me that there is a guy that is here to give uh, Dixie someone. Mm. So I don't know after that what happened. 
So basically, nothing has happened. Yeah, after so nothing has happened. It's yeah. a real pity, but we are not going to let this story uh, die, and we're not going to let it uh, let it slide. We are going to stay on the story. We've been on this story, Katlaho uh, Mudiva and I, for the past three years. Now we've had numerous Ooh, meetings with Dixie Ngula. You know it very well. I've yeah. been in touch with you. I remember your reaction when I told you this year that I found Dixie Ngula, and yeah. you said for the first time you can actually sleep well at night. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to follow this up. You have to get your money, and it's not only you. I know that there's also the likes of Futoto Elebe. Uh, I think Makput is the other one, Mabut and even is. Makazole. Yes, I think they also owed money by Utixi Ngula. So yeah, we 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 have to do something here. We can't just continue like this and act as if nothing has happened. But let's 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 focus on your fight now on the 11th of January. I wanted to talk a lot about about boxing with you uh, because a lot of the stories have been about this one million rand and as I said rightly so because you need to get your money and as somebody who's seen the papers who's seen the documents who's seen how much money uh, Dixie Ngula has received from the people that were uh, in partnership with him for PBL I still believe because I've seen it in black and white that there was still enough money Dixie Ngula to pay the boxers there and what you did with that money is still not we still don't have answers for that how do you look back at your how do you look at your boxing career nomeva um do you feel that you should have been further in your career do you feel that it's been stagnant or are you happy with 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 where your career is at the moment <laughs> okay uh i'll be straight to you i'm not happy mm. as a 25 year uh, 25 fight professional boxer and 25 wins i'm supposed to be world champion and like uh been uh, uh like more um rich than I am now, you know. Mm. I'm supposed to be making big monies, you know. I'm supposed to be fighting in America in, in the big fights in the big arenas, making millions, you know. But I know because I've been fighting mostly uh 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 I can say wrong fights or maybe fights just to keep me active so that I can get money to feed my family, you know. Mm. So I've been pushing like that. You know, with this boxing, but as for like a twenty-five fight boxer, professional boxer, and um, like for instance, now I'm fighting a boy who's only twenty fights. He's only twenty years old, but that boy, but that boy is a millionaire. Mm. he's not like me. He's a millionaire, but it's only because he's in America. It's only because his career has been taken care of, Mm. and uh, for me, it's only because I've been I've been going around trying to get what's right, and and then and then and 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 then sometimes I didn't know what to do, and uh, I've stayed in I've fought in East London for a very long time. Mm. Um, I can tell you that East London, if we can have like many people who are involving themselves in terms of sponsoring boxing. And then at least we get better monies. Uh, many boxers will be making a good living in uh, in, 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 in South Africa, mm. only in the Eastern Cape. Because when I came to Joburg, you know, everything changed. Mm. I met uh, guys, I met Sastek, which was my personal sponsor and uh, my, my biggest sponsor that I have. Mm-hmm. They gave me a brand new the car. A Rev4 yes, Toyota I car. Remember that. We were I'm there. still driving the car even now. Mm. So they are the one who been like taking care of me in most of the things. You know, if there can be people like that in our provinces that we're coming from and, and, and people be just like open their hands to, to just support the young boxers. We have young good boxers like Wazinga Fuzili he ended up coming to Jobek. Yeah. Um in, 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 in my in my in my sense of thinking or, or, or in my mind, I never wanted Azinga to come to Jobek. I wanted Azinga to make it while he's there in East London. Mm. You know, and be a champion and be everything. Like Zolani Tete just got a, a Mercedes Benz only now. Mm. You know, um, he was supposed to be unbeaten for the past six years. Yeah, you know, I'm. You know, I am an unbeaten boxer. I'm twenty-four. I'm twenty-five. I have twenty-five fights, yeah. and I'm the only one in South Africa with that record at the moment. Mm. After Kabula Babaza, yeah, he just passed away. So, you know, if 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 people in Eastern Cape, they could just at least uh, try to 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 to, to spend even in South Africa. Uh. We need more people to come and invest in boxing because we have big, strong boxers. The competition is tough in South Africa. You know, I can go to America now, mm. in now in this 11th of January, and fight that boy. Everyone is scared of the boy. Everyone thinks no matter will get will come back knocked out by the boy. You know, I can knock that boy out in four rounds, in two rounds, in three rounds. And you become a superstar. And and then they will only 
by then they will only think that Nomeva is better or they will only say Nomeva is now uh, ready for a world, a, world, a world title. But I've been ready for all the years, you know, but because of uh, we don't have uh, everything like those boys. They mm. go to the world, like the, the boys fighting Morutim Talan mm. is only like 13 or 14 fights. Yeah. But it's challenging with a world title, mm. Morutim Talan. Mm. But you, if 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 that boy was a welterweight with those with, with that record of his fight, or maybe let's say um, um, super middleweight or whatever, was not gonna fight with Canelo. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Canelo is there, he's making big money. He doesn't need that boy to fight with him. But because me and Talane, we need those fights like that to 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 to, to make our names and and, and and represent South Africa in other countries. So we, we, we just, like, we are forced to take ourselves and go there and risk our lives. Okay. You we'll know? take a quick break. We're going to continue. You've touched on a very important point here, something that we also asked Damien Durant when he joined us last week. We'll take a quick break and we'll wrap up the conversation with Unomev. Hashtag SAFM Sport On. And there's an SMS here, but there's no name. Somebody says, I have to say, I'm enjoying this boxing chats on a Wednesday. I wonder if Barry Bartlett is also tuned in. He's also a great fan of boxing in East London. And there is another uh, tweet here from Janchis who says that I'm glad that Nomeva is talking about boxing. I'm getting to understand more about his boxing and his career because all I've heard about was Dixie Ngula. And then uh, somebody else says... Tixingula must pay back the money. There is no other way. Uh, we need Nomeva to get his money. You you touched on something that we touched on with Damien Durant, and I see it worked up a lot of people on social media, especially on the group them, DAEL, on, on, on Facebook, when he was explaining why boxers are moving from the Eastern Cape to Johannesburg. A lot of guys have moved, and the Eastern Cape, Islanan, is known as the Mecca. Is it because of a lack of opportunities, basically? Yeah, and you know what? Uh, in Eastern Cape, I can only say... They know boxing, eh? mm. and um, they love boxing. But those people who love boxing, they don't have anything to put in boxing to invest in boxing. The only people that love boxing in in Eastern Cape, they are the poorest. They are the mm. poorest. So they only love, and they love they really love boxing. But the ones with money, with big money, they don't love boxing. They don't know. They don't care about boxing. Mm. You know. Um. Remember, I came to Jobek. I was like seventeen fights. Yeah. I was not a world champion. Yeah. You know. And I'm only a world champion now. You know, I, I got the IBO while I was in Jobek. You know, but in Jobek, they were treating me like a champion. Mm. They were saying I'm a champion with the IPF Pan-African that I had. But if you are in East London and, and you have like a, 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 a Pan-African, those people, they know you're not a champion. Mm. And they will tell you you're not a champion because you have a, a Pan-African title, you have an international title, you have an continental title, until you have a world title, then they start to recognize you as a champion. So um, the reason why boxers are coming uh, to Jobek is because they feel appreciated in, in Jobek with mm. whatever they have. If you can come to Jobek with your ABU, your WBA Pan-African, the people in Jobek, they will appreciate you as a champion mm-hmm. because they never had those things. Okay. Uh, Kelly wants to know how's your relationship with Chief? Chief mm. ne? He's my father that 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 Um we cannot see things the same. Maybe we might not see things the same. Maybe we might not be in good terms because of what happened. Mm. You know? But I don't want to lie. Ne? But so I pin the chick Okay, that's good. Kuchifu nobanga after ten years, after fifty years, if it's obesapila, Zafikendi Chief Ndibuile Bandia Boy. That's good to hear. I hope it answers Kelly's uh, Kelly's question there. Let's go to the lines. Eddie, thank you for calling us, I think, from the Free State. Yes, thanks, my brother. You know, it's it's so painful. Uh, um, people in their careers can be destroyed by mm. people who want to make money out of them. You know, I'll encourage you because you have a good program in SABC too. <laughs> mm. uh, what's that? The TKO. Um, no, the one that normally goes and collect money. Speak out. Oh, speak out. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah, of course. Because, no, no, for sure. For <laughs> My sure, favorite. Because we let, yeah, we'd love to see these guys in, uh, um, uh, in, in uh, face. The one who's taking money for these guys who are yeah. making effort to make living. Yeah. 
Please, I'm, I'm making that request. Let's just take that guy to speak out. We not. We also want to see him on television. That's actually a very good yeah, point there because we've tried please, all please, the avenues. Please, it can't be. Yeah. No, you're right, Eddie. You make a very, very good point here. We must take Dixon Mola to speak out since yeah. he doesn't want to come Thank to you. SAFM. Thank you very much for that suggestion there. And um, we've also got Subu here with us, uh, who's your uh, stablemate, of course, at Smith's Boxing Gym. Subu Zinganga, I understand you've got a fight coming up. When is your fight? Um, my fight is on the 15th of Feb. Uh-huh. Uh which is not far away from now. So you also have no festive? Yeah. No me and Omevo busy <laughs> training, no grooving at all, Jay. And uh, who are you coming up against? I'm coming up against the Fender Boy. It's called Refiwe. The War Child. The War Child, yeah. Oh, Refiwe Moemu. Yeah. Oh, the War Child. And what are you expecting? I'm sure you've seen some of his fights. Uh, uh, there's nothing to say much. I'm just going to school the boy. Is it? Yeah, I'm going to school him. I'm going to show him just boxing. He he said his, his previous fight when he fought Azinga, I said there was nothing special uh. about him. So he was not schooled enough. <laughs> so I think now is the time. Then he's going to see what's boxing. So are you defending your title? Unfortunately, I'm not defending my title. We're fighting for a vacant WPA title. And when you fought Prince Ndlovu, was that not for a title? It was for a title. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, your, was that your last fight? That was my last fight. For the ABU? Yes. Okay. Okay. No, we just wanted to catch up since you are already here with us in studio. And we want to uh, wish you all the best for your fight and your preparations. Are you happy with everything? Oh, super happy, man. As you, as, as we hear, yeah, I'm here with Kolsan uh, Dongen. Uh. Yeah, our sparring partner. So, yeah, we're we training every day. We, we're doing every day, uh, everything together. So, nah. I remember the one no fight I saw of you against, against, um, oh man, what's his name now? The one that ended in a draw, Anthony Moloisani. Oh, oh, I don't even want to. I thought you did enough there. to win there. What do you think? I don't know. I don't want to do say you? bad things about the, okay. the judges or You've something. You've already said but it. But yeah. <laughs> You've already said enough. I also don't understand how that fight ended in a draw, but that's a story for another day. Yeah. No matter, finally now, a lot of people don't seem to give you a chance against Devin Haney. Have yeah, you seen I like, that? I like that. I like that. You know, and I've it's been, your own I've people. I've been in that situation. Yeah, for 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 yeah, I've been in that situation for my people from East London, from Eastern Cape, where mm. I'm coming from. Mm. They never gave me a chance. But mm. you know what? I'm always like uh, winning. There are those people who, who like Namiba. There are those people who know Namiba will always win. You know, I'm the last man standing. Just like old. Nelson Mandela. You know what? There will never be another <laughs> me. Mokman once said one day that there will never be another him and there will never be another Nomeva. Trust me. So what do you like to say to so, those people? Um, what I would say that is, you know what? The the things that they're saying that I, I'm, I don't stand a chance against Devin Haney, uh, it's a motivation to me. It's something that makes me wake up in the morning and go to the gym and work. You know what? They're helping me. They're pushing me up. You know, mm. so um, they, uh, you know what I, I will say to them is just that I like the the way they 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 see their boxing and I like the way they 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 their op their views and then their opinions. So this is boxing. Like I said, people from East London they know boxing, mm. and I, they will not, they're not going to lie to you if they say you're going to uh, 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 lose, and then they, they that's that's it for them. Okay. You know, but uh, for this fight, you know what? Um, I know the guy I'm fighting. I know that boy. I have experience. I've been in the ring. And the other thing, it will be like, who's the hungrier boxer than the other? Okay. Yeah, that American boy have everything. Let's I have nothing. I need everything. The hunger for more. He's got the hunger for you more. Know, I need everything. January 11th, then, Nomeva up against Devin Haney. That's all the time we have, folks. Mr. Ashraf Gara up next with The Viewpoint. And they've got Dr. Francois Fenter in studio.